This is Effective Teaching with Dan Jackson from TeachersPD.net, giving you effective teaching and learning strategies for your classroom. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Effective Teaching Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about lifelong learning with HyperDocs. So, a hyperdoc is not just a document with links, which is what people often think it is when they first see one. It is actually a reverse lesson or unit plan that provides students with choice about their learning. It has students collaborate on their learning. It develops students' creativity within their learning and in their production of how they apply their learning. And it includes meta-learning. So it includes that whole idea of learning how to learn, which often comes in the form of a reflection. So the focus is more on the pedagogical approach for a hyperdoc than it is on the links that exist within the hyperdoc. Now, some commonly included terms when you're looking at the pedagogical approach in hyperdocs. So if you go, for example, to hyperdocs.co, you can find lots of templates that exist. Probably my favorite one is the seven-step one that exists particularly in the hyperdocs handbook. And that basically has these seven steps of you start by getting the students engaged. And to engage a student really means to identify the meaning that what you're learning about has in life and how what they're going to learn actually connects with the world around them or with the student's real world. That engaging hook helps to create meaning for what they're learning, which helps the students to actually learn and to enjoy that learning. The next step is to explore. And so here the students begin to develop their research skills and they're following their own interests. So you might have a link from the document off to a website or to some YouTubes or something to just kind of get them started. But you want them to actually explore on their own and to do that process where you look at one item or one article and then it's got a link to another one. And then you find another thing that interests you and you follow that. And it's the whole idea of following those leads and just discovering what you can find on your own as you explore a particular idea. And that helps the students to really get engaged as well. It helps them to connect with it. It helps them to find those things that actually interest them about what they're going to be learning. The next step is for the explanation to come, and that really is the explicit instruction that is going to be given to the students. Now, that could be you just standing up and giving that explicit instruction, but it's better if the students can actually find that explicit instruction and consume it through a video or a written piece, or hopefully you're giving them choice in terms of how they actually consume that content. And so you're providing that content knowledge during the explain section. The next section is to apply. So you're examining here maybe some examples. You're allowing the students to really apply what they've just learned. You have them analyze other people's perspectives. Maybe there's some case studies from the look at. You have them create something. I would even recommend that this be in various contexts. So actually have them apply things not just once but twice or three times and allow them some choice in that application. Next, they need to share. So their application is shared with others for feedback. So both themselves and others can reflect on what was produced. But I also would encourage you to think about how they could share what they're doing with an external audience. How can they put this up where other people who are interested in it will actually engage with it? So maybe that might be them sharing it publicly and then finding experts to actually have a look at it and give them some feedback on what they've produced or it might be just sharing it in the class even depending on the age of your students and making sure that that sharing is appropriate for their level of learning. The second last thing is to have the students reflect. So this is really the key point for me. This is where students are reflecting on their learning process. They need to think about what skills they applied 
or developed throughout this learning process as they went through and discovered more, as they explored, as they got that content and then applied it. What did they actually learn from all this? What did they learn from their feedback? What did they learn about the processes of learning? Uh, what problems existed and how did they overcome them? Uh, getting them to identify those aha moments and how they became successful or maybe even why they became not successful and then how they might improve on it next time because reality is that in learning, you're not always going to be successful. The last step is for you to extend your students. So this is where you're going to start to think about where they need to go now. And once they've gone through this and they've learned the new content, what are they doing next? So you might ask them to go deeper into some of the issues that you've covered. You might ask them to think about connecting what you've learned in this topic or in this hyperdoc to the big life questions, those essential questions that might overarch an entire unit or overarch an entire year's worth of learning in a topic for a student. You also might want to think about linking back to the engagement activities at the beginning of the hyperdoc because that's where you identify the connections into real life and so you want to be thinking about how you can get them to really engage back with how they're going to put this into practice for what's coming up in their future or you might even go further into the whys of why they actually had to learn this or why it's important for them to learn this or why it was important for them to go through these processes and develop the skills that were developed during this hyperdoc. I think the connections to lifelong learning with hyperdocs is fairly evident. I think the hooks into real world and meaning provide motivation and interest for our students. It allows our students to first explore on their own with or without restraints, according to the students' ages. But this helps to develop their own inquisitiveness. It helps to develop the students as they go through and find that rabbit hole of learning as they just spiral down into things that interest them but also relate to what you're trying to get them to cover in this lesson or in this unit. This is especially the case if you're walking around the room and engaging with students in their exploration and helping them to learn that process of learning and where they might go next. This can actually be the most important aspect of the learning from the hyperdoc. The production of something that is then shared is also fantastic for the students. Suddenly they can see how learning can lead to creation and also how it can lead to helping others or maybe into something that others will engage with and then it develops that whole entrepreneurial mindsets where you're looking at solving problems for other people and you begin to find things that you might be able to create and sell. And you know, when we're looking at our students' futures, I actually think the skills around being an entrepreneur are really key for what the future is going to bring for them. Finally, the reflection. Now, this is worthy of a whole episode, but students reflect on the learning process. They are thinking about how they learned during the lesson and actually putting this into writing. The focus of the reflection is how they were or could be successful, what went wrong, how to overcome this, and they start to identify those learning strategies. And this is that whole meta-learning in action where they're learning about how they learn or about how to learn or how to improve their learning. And I think that is really key as they go on to looking to become a lifelong learner. So how you put this into practice, so check out hyperdocs.co. I also have a short course, how you should put this into practice. Go and check out hyperdocs.co. They have heaps of scaffolds and a community that do hyperdocs. There's also a Facebook group that's linked to hyperdocs. Uh, I've also just created a short course on my website for hyperdocs where it will walk you through the process of creating a hyperdoc, reflecting on it, implementing it, and thinking about how that might impact student learning. 
For me, I integrate hyperdocs with my flipped mastery approach where students work through them and the explain section is the flipped video. And so I always am moving around the room and helping the students regardless of where they are up to in the process. This can even mean that they're not even on the same hyperdoc as some other students. They could be on all different hyperdocs because they're only progressing once they've actually learnt the content and are able to apply it. And they're developing those skills and being successful in their learning, although they might learn at a slower rate or at a faster rate. It's really that individual pace that gets allowed with the mastery approach that I use. Then when you think about creating the hyperdoc, it's all about planning the lesson from the student's perspective. Give them the choice of specifics, so how they consume content and the context and the tools that they use to create. Uh, Allow them to choose their groups, choose the platform for sharing and connecting and help them to learn how to connect what they're learning with the world around them, not just our world. Now, it does take good planning and prep to create a really good hyperdoc, but the rewards are fantastic. I would actually encourage you to create three or four hyperdocs and to reflect on them and to develop them and to improve them because really it's once you get to your third, fourth or fifth one that you start to actually see the changes that are happening in your classrooms. So give it a go. Grab a scaffold and plan a single lesson or maybe just a topic using the scaffold. Even if it's just the explain, explore and apply scaffold that exists on hyperdocs.co as your beginning. And then plan through your activities looking for opportunities for your students to take over their learning process by having choice and voice. Put all the detail that the students need into the one hyperdoc so they don't need you to tell them what the next step is. It should be in there with enough detail for them to do it themselves. And then in your lesson, be the leader and the assistant at the same time. Help your students learn to learn and love doing it. This is vital for their path towards being lifelong learners. You've been listening to Effective Teaching with Dan Jackson. Please visit teacherspd.net for more effective teaching strategies and online professional development.